Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations gently guiding you back to your natural state which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today, beyond strategies, really looking at embracing inner wisdom for effective problem solving. And of course, doing this from the three principles perspective. So my name, of course, is Claire Downham, and I'm known as the Queen of Calm. And you may well have come across the things that I share before. I hope you have. I share something called the three principles. I would say that I teach something called the three principles which is a really simple understanding of how the mind works that helps us to navigate through life with more ease. I help people who are feeling anxious, stressed out and overwhelmed to experience more calm, clarity and balance and to really live a life in which they bring to light their full potential. I stand by them and guide them and walk with them as they reveal their potential. Because it turns out that there is so much more to us as human beings than we think there is. So a little bit about the three principles, which I've started to pop in at the beginning of these sessions, just so that people get a sense of what the three principles actually are. So the three principles are thought, consciousness and mind. Thought, of course, you'll be familiar with that. That's the thing in your head, making a lot of things look like problems, by the way. Consciousness, I like to talk about in terms of the awareness, the way in which we are aware of the things that are happening around us. It's not all via our senses. We we are conscious too, and that is important. And mind Now, mind is what you might call the universal intelligence. It's something that we all have access to, something that we can all actually use and access and that we are part of. You might call it universe, you might call it wisdom, you might call it insight. You might call it lots of things, but it's universal mind. It's this intelligence of life that flows through everything, including us. And those three principles work together to ex- to to create our experience moment by moment. We usually, as human beings, think we're feeling our problems, don't we? That if these problems just went away, we would have a better experience of life that we would, life would be better, easier, and that we would feel better as a result. And that can mean that we get very caught up in our problems. And and really, you know, I am putting that word 
problem in in inverted commas in uh, you know because it's a word that we use a lot to describe really a situation that we would like to be different so that's sort of where we're coming from in terms of looking at problem solving now for me um and and possibly for you too problem solving used to look like a thing that I had to do. So I had to work things out, go out into the world and fix things, especially people, that I couldn't really be okay until these things I viewed as problems were sorted out. That looked to be true. Perhaps you can relate to that too. And that involved me engaging in quite a lot of strategies. And in actual fact, as well as me trying to sort out the outside world and the outside people, I spent a lot of time using those strategies to solve the problem that was me. Me not being how I wanted to be, me not being behaving as I wanted to, me not feeling the way I wanted to. All of those things seemed to be problems in my life that I had to resolve. So I engaged in a lot of strategies for all those things, um, whether it was the outside world and trying to fix that, whether it was my inner world and trying to fix that, whether it was other people, I tried a lot of things to make my life be different. And in actual fact, I would say that seeing so many things as a problem, seeing that I couldn't feel okay until they were not there, created a bit of a storm within me that meant that I was doing a lot and thinking about a lot all day, every day, and as a result, burnt out. So it wasn't particularly healthy strategy for me to be engaged in all that problem solving, all those strategies. So that that's one way to do life, isn't it? But I suspect if you're listening to this, you've seen that that's not working for you, that it feels stuck and it feels like you're on a constant hamster wheel and you're not really sure how to get off. That, for me, is, is an experience that I, I felt like I had. So what's the alternative? Well, the alternative is to be more connected to your inner wisdom and to realise that problems, like many other things in life, are meant to flow through us. They're meant to be there for a period of time and they're not there for a period of time. And they often, I find these days, do resolve themselves when we allow them to but even better when we look at them from a place of wisdom so how do we embrace inner wisdom you may be wondering what's the strategy to do that claire well there is no strategy but there is awareness you've probably noticed when you're caught up in the strategies of trying to solve your problems that you feel busy-minded stressed out overwhelmed possibly anxious you can't really rest maybe that might be impacting on your sleep because those problems are whirring around in your mind 
all day, every day, and and in the middle of the night. Three o'clock in the morning used to be my favourite time. Uh, well, not favourite time. It used to be the time when I would wake up with things on my mind that were whirring round. So that's a clue that your system is sending you. Your clever system really wants you to get back to well-being. Your system really wants you to feel peace and calm. Your system is built that way. It's it's got psychos like a psychological immune system where, you know, if you pick a scab, that heals on its own, doesn't it? You don't really have to do anything about that. Your psychology your psychological system is just the same. So when we begin to notice that we're not feeling good emotionally, we're feeling anxious, stressed out, overwhelmed, etc. That's our system letting us know that our thinking isn't particularly helpful thinking. It's busy, it probably feels very heavy, our minds feel very noisy, and the stuff that's in there in that moment isn't really guiding us very well. Now, when we start to realise that on a more regular basis, we start to see that doing things in the world from that place is not such a good idea. So engaging in those strategies, even if those strategies have worked before, when we're already overwhelmed and in a stressed out, anxious state of mind, will probably not be very effective. What I tend to say to people is that when we are feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, um, anxious, and we're trying to solve a problem, that's an indication really to find some way to pause, to relax, to calm down. Don't ever tell anybody to calm down, by the way, because I'm not telling you to calm down. What I'm telling you is that once you realise that your feelings are a state of mind indicator, that they're just letting you know that you're very stirred up in that moment, it makes more and more sense to do something about that rather than do something about the problem that seems to be your problem in the world. I hope you can hear the real distinct difference there. Like if I'm stirred up and somebody is behaving in a way that I don't like and I'm thinking, oh, how can I stop them doing that? I can't feel okay till they do stop doing that. And there's lots and lots whirring around in my mind. I'm probably not best placed in that moment to speak to that person about the thing I'd like them to stop doing. Now, when I'm calmer, the thing that we're doing might not bother me anymore, but it still might be something I would like to talk to them about. But when I'm calmer, I will express myself better. I will communicate better and I'll probably get my point across much better than I would have done if I'd done it from this place of being really, really stirred up. So... It's really useful to see that when we are in all this thinking, that, that we, we're limited as well. So when we're caught up in thinking, that's usually, well, always actually, past or future. It's, this is how this went before, this is what I can try again, this is my old stuff, this is the repetition, this is the habit, the habitual thinking, or oh, this is how this is going to turn out if I don't get it right, and then there's a lot of pressure and anxiety from the future thinking. But in actual fact, that means that we are just trying to use old stuff to solve a new problem. 
And in actual fact, when we when we settle into that place of calm, we find that from this new level of awareness, we can tap into that wisdom more easily. And I've seen for myself, and I'm seeing this in my clients, that where things seemed insurmountable and difficult and how am I ever going to get this right, suddenly when there's a calming down, when there's more peace, when there's a settling down and a relaxation, new things come to mind that suddenly either make that problem just not really look complicated or difficult anymore, or a really clear path emerges that has a present moment next step. So that's the other thing to notice when we're getting really stirred up about these things is, is is what you're thinking about present moment next step? Eckhart Tolle says, the moment you notice you're not in the present moment, you will naturally fall into the present moment or words to that effect. Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about here is when you become aware that you are either caught up in the past or, or you know, off into anxious thinking in the future, then it becomes natural and it makes sense to let go of that thinking and you fall naturally into the present moment. And from that place, we have access to, to wisdom, to inner wisdom, to help us to solve whatever may be in front of us. Now, what you might find from that is that it just presents you with the next step. Like, what's the next step? What's the next innovation? What's the next thing I need to do? It may not be enormous. So, for example, if you've got money struggles or your business isn't doing well or something like that, then it isn't going to solve the entire thing overnight, but you will be presented with the next step. And that that is known by, well, described initially by Michael Neal as real-time responsive intelligence. This this ability to connect to innate wisdom, to deal with what is present, present and in front of us right now. Not to deal with things in the past or things in the future, but just to deal with what's in front of us right now. And that when we start to see that capacity in us, it makes more and more sense to step back, take that pause, relax a little bit, rather than keeping on going and going and going and going when we've got something to solve. So I really hope you found that helpful. I hope that's given you some insights around um, beyond strategies in terms of problem solving and also around, you know, how much our problems are created via thought. So take care. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.